Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You don't know what people do with those hotel room kettles. Oh, I never, I never thought it. about that I before. Never, but what, what did she mean? Put their willy in it. I don't know. <laughs> Steam their genitals. I have no what idea. I'm still going to keep using them. Any out of sight, out of mind. Welcome to Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther. I'm Emer McLeisset. And I am Esther O'Mo-Donoghue. Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther is a podcast about the adoration of Carvery Bonmarie and a deep appreciation for a moist stuffing. Oh sweet Carvery, we adore you, we adore you! Moist. Ooh. Every Sunday, like two highfalutin Jessica Fletchers, we clamber into Emer's Nissan Duke and travel the length and breadth of Ireland, brackets Dublin, in pursuit of piping hot banmaries and the Carvery confections that lie beneath. Esther? Three, two, one. Let's roast! Oh, sorry again. Sorry, but we just don't know what's going to come out. How excited we're going to be each week. Emer, how was your week? Well, Esther, got a really relatable story here. I texted you during the week and I said, I'm on my way to a lovely lunch at Patrick Gibo. I do have a B something in Leaving Cert French, but I'm still not sure of my pronunciation. So, Gibo. Yeah, I said, I'm going to uh, Patrick Gibo for my lunch as I picked a crisp off my sweatshirt I was like good for you a fancy lunch so a good friend of mine is moving to the US shortly and her and I and another friend of ours said let's go for a fancy lunch before we go I've never been but it sounds fancy so anyway I have therapy on a Monday and then I was going to be going to the lunch after the therapy so I specifically tried not to cry in therapy (gasps) because I didn't want to arrive to a a very fancy restaurant (laughs) was a bit early so went to a local pub and had a glass of wine and then went around the corner to restaurant Patrick Gibo. Mm. Didn't look open. You know, it maybe just opens at three. I was making it. I was just like, this You're is trusting. fine. I'm mm-hmm. definitely, I'm definitely here. This is good. I've done that, gotten on the wrong bus before. I'm going, I think it's just taken a diversion. Uh, three o'clock came and went and, and neither of the girls showed up. And then one of them said, I'm inside. I'm just sitting inside the door. And I, listen, the restaurant was quite clearly closed. Mm. But it speaks to your optimistic, hopeful heart that you thought maybe. It dawned on me. I'm at the wrong restaurant. Where was I supposed to be? Le Guillotin. Um, so I got into a taxi and then I walked into Le Guillotin. Ashen face. To my two friends. Mm. They were like, what makes you think we would pay for a lunch in Patrick Gibo on a Monday in November? Lessons to be learned, Emer. Thank you for being open and being relatable about thank that. You, that you. is very, wow. My diamond <laughs> shoes are a bit too tight at the yeah, moment. My so I can also... fit in the garage. Oh. Uh, first of all, we'd like to say happy Thanksgiving to our one American listener. There may be others, but we only have eyes for Rebecca Bibby. <laughs> and yeah, to everybody and Friendsgiving or whatever else you're having. Esther, what's your news? Did you go to the wrong restaurant? No. <laughs> I've had a wild few weeks, Emer, as you know, Venice, food poisoning, doing the gas readings. But I was like looking through my little di- work diary. I was like, what did I do? I have zero recollection of what I, I did. But I joined a swimming pool. Oh, yes. Might so go for a swim after this. Did you do any synchronized swimming moves? I didn't. I did do the backstroke because I was in a oh, safe environment. Because I always fear if you do the backstroke, you feel like you're going to veer into someone. There's no one else there. So I was backstroking away. Uh, whenever I there was tried... a jacuzzi there, which was a dream. No, like sitting you, in a kettle. Are you back stroke trained or did you teach yourself the backstroke like I did well ladies and gentlemen maybe it was September I went back for swimming lessons oh yes of course so I am newly 
versed in the ways of swimming and I could swim before but now I know how to turn the body breathe in turn back turn oh, the whole body that. you're I'm not just well I could give you some lessons if you want so I do love the swimming mm-hmm. yeah so in the jacuzzi as well which reminded me I was like this is just like a big kettle for human bodies and I remember a friend it reminded me of my friend had a housemate once and the housemate and pro- I honestly I kind of was on both sides I could relate to both the housemate had bought a kettle that changed colour as it boiled <laughs> yes I know those <laughs> it went through yeah I mean I have looked at them we've all picked them up see into you know those kind oh, of see through. ones it's see through I don't know how they and I those. thought at the time I was like this would be a great way to do a gender reveal if you could kind of time the colour for the you know if it's a girl it's a boy but anyway so but my friend was like the woman was enthralled with her kettle again something I would probably do and talk about for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks but um she was like look at this kettle it's great she my friend had to sit through the entire cycle of the kettle boiling from freezing cold water to boiling and then my friend was like oh Jesus will I ever get out of here and then she goes she's like she's like isn't that that's good isn't it someone said to me once and I, it's rare that I don't think about it you don't know what people do with those hotel room kettles what did she mean put their willy in it I don't know <laughs> Steam their genitals? I have no idea. Boil poos? Like, I don't know. What could you do with a kettle? (laughs) I don't know. You could do all sorts of... Oh, I think people... Sanitize I have a feeling people put their underwear... I think that probably thing is maybe uh, boil their underwear. Boil their underwear. (laughs) I don't know. Oh my God, Esther, you're right. That's what they do. I'm still going to keep using them. Out of sight, out of mind. Any and all suggestions. What do they do in hotel kettles? at gmail.com. Anyway, so no, very quiet. We didn't do anything. Joined a swimming pool, made a crumble, cherry and apple. I'm I'm really on a crumble roll at the moment. Whoa, what a lifestyle. But I don't like the texture of when you have to rub the butter in. So my advice, and I have sold on behalf of Lidl so many of these. Are you going to say slot chop? Close. I, and who do I think of when I say here slop chop? Sean O'Reilly. The mini chopper is your friend. I made the crumble, which is butter and the oats and the wholemeal flour in the mini chopper. It takes seconds. Throw it on top of the fruit. Wholemeal flour. Is this a joyous yes. crumble? No. <laughs> it's not. It's absolutely coated with sugar. I put. Sh- I sprinkle sugar on the top oh. of the thingy. No, no, it's delicious. Insulting the Bristol <gasps> stool chart going, oh, I need a wholemeal crumble. <laughs> so I've really done nothing. Went into Sostrin and Grena, bought two wooden net cups. That was it. Yeah. I will make a paper runcula by the end of the year for my kit, but we'll we see we'll see what happens. Okay. Shall we move on to our Insta sticker? Nothing would give me more pleasure. So our Insta sticker this week we've been we've been kind of threatening to talk about it for a while is the deranged Christmas food that shows up in the supermarkets around this time of year. I yeah. love it. I absolutely love looking at it. I love looking at the wide variety. It's just a real treat yeah. and what combinations they're going to come up with. Like last week when you were kind of teasing it, you were like glitter nuts and yeah. Prosecco Christmas and things like that. Like what the F? Like yeah. it's Christmas time. Lots so glitter on them. Yeah. Like it's things and things and things and things. And things, things. And things in, in shapes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, anyway, back to the... But we went, gone, go, we go. asked on our Insta sticker, we called it Gaga for goodies. Goodies gone Gaga. And uh, Karen Hart got in touch. She said Prosecco crisps, speak of the devil, mm. are pointless as Prosecco isn't a flavour. It's about getting drunk before noon. Uh, Beagley says Aldi's salt and vinegar crispy nuts are addictive and they don't do them at any other time. See, and that's the pleasure. The yeah. well, you just have to, it's a you. It's a, it's a one time a year thing and that's what makes it more enjoyable. Ashlyn C tried the black truffle and olive oil crisps <laughs> from Tesco last year. And I say this as a true Tesco fan. She And I believe her and she said they were pure shite. Horses for courses. Um, you've been perusing the Christmas I've been magazines. Perusing. I got out my mini page stickers. What do you call these things? Mini post-it tabs, notes. Yeah, tabs. Mini, mini tabs. Notes. And I've gone through three catalogues. And now 
I do have the Rolls Royce here, which is the Marks and Spencer one. Yeah. I'm going to re- leave that to last. I thought I had the Tesco one, but it turns out it's instead I have the Tesco recipe ideas, which has a few deranged things of its own in there. I also went through the Dunn Stores catalogue and the Super Value one online. All great offerings. All looks delicious, but nothing unhinged and okay. slightly different. So we, yeah. we'll, we acknowledge their existence, but we don't we talk about them. Okay, let's get unhinged. Little are on it. I do appreciate their social media. I do appreciate their aesthetic. We have the Meet the Little Christmas Crew. They're all their elves. Now, I'll just say this. See if you can see a theme. We have, and these are, I'm just saying these are identifying, I'm identifying them as male and female elves. I don't know what the gender of the elf is. They're also cartoon creations, so they're not real. So let's just keep that in mind. But I'm going to say Daniel is probably identifying as a male elf. Mm. He's Daniel the Deluxe Elf. He's got a little black sort of elf costume on with Deluxe little tag on him. He's the fancy elf. Okay. Next we have Daisy the Decorations Elf. She's surrounded by a garland of lights. Beth, the Big Day Elf. She's got a list. She's checking it twice, all the tasks she's to do. We come to another male elf. Tomas the Toy Elf. He's got a little remote control car having the crack okay. like Daniel. I am seeing a theme here. Thank yeah. you. Aiden the awards elf. He's just given out. I think they were called Tomas and Aiden in Germany. We're like, this is the UK and Ireland batch. Do a few mix of Irish names and a few mix of British names and we'll mix them up and that'll do. Uh, Laura the little plus elf. She's in charge of the app. Betty the baking elf. She's making all the cakes. Sean the soccer elf. He's playing a game. Sorry, can you buy all of these elves? Uh, yes. No, no. these are just like little characters that are going to help you okay, do your shop okay. when you're eating. Okay, thingy. got it, got it. Kieran, you see the theme, everybody. Yeah. Kieran the cracker elf. He's got ear defenders on and he's pulling crackers. Shea for the super saver elf. She's got glasses and a cal. Calculator. Tara the taste test elf she's tasting all the food and if something goes is poisoned she's going to die or get food poisoning and then Grania the gift elf so the women are doing all the work case closed dismissed acknowledge move on thank you yes, and I will say that I do love little big little fans we are we are we love them we've <laughs> we're not little little fans <laughs> I'm 5 foot 11 she's tall ladies and gentlemen yes she has played basketball yes thank she you she was once a model okay let's go into this now I'm oh going to this is the M&S this is the M&S Excited. okay so we're going to start with simple to serve vegan veggies, mushroom parfait with a port glaze. It looks like a chocolate log. A silky smooth vegan parfait made with a blend of mushrooms topped with an apple jelly and port glaze. I'm easing you into it. That's kind of pretty, not pretty standard. I couldn't make that. Look at my face. She, okay, she's like, she's, mushroom- it's like she sniffed a poo in a kettle, everybody. She's making an uncomfortable face. A mushroom parfait is just a fancy way of saying mushroom moose log. Then we've all our meats. Who cares about that? Like it's getting better. We're getting meat deeper meat, into it. Like- meat is meat. But it's really the desserts we want to get into because this is Much where like this is where they lose all reason. There's lovely sides. Oh, I love when they start to go mad. Okay, oh, here we go. Here we go. Wait. Okay. We have the Helter Skelter cake. Go on. It's 30 euro. Order online, collect in store, also in store from the 19th of December. A light, fluffy Madeira sponge filled with raspberry jam and vanilla buttercream topped with a white chocolate helter-skelter dome and a sachet of edible snowballs to swoosh down from the top of the slide. Stop it. Remove the dome to shatter and and share, revealing our chocolate winter wonderland inside. Wow. The the penguin looks like he's, he's, how did I get here? Look at his face. I bet it's tasty though. Uh, it has a little chocolate penguin can on Can you imagine? It's got a little white chocolate hat, big white chocolate So you hat. reveal that out and then you absolutely, or you can whack the top of the thingy and reveal the penguin underneath. So that's 30 euro. That would be a good conversation piece. Yeah, it would. Okay. It would. The children would love it. Now this is interesting. Oh, I'm reminded of a different story, this cake. Somebody, I had someone told a story yesterday where they ended up on Christmas having a big fight and throwing a chocolate log at their partner in the car and the partner just sat there <laughs> as a person <laughs> threw the chocolate cake at the person and the person in the car just had the window wipers going mm, 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 
And she was like, chocolate cake was just congealing in the side of the car. And they gave the neighbours a great show and they had one of the greatest Christmases ever. Anyway. Oh, God bless us, everyone. Yes. So this is a chocolate and hazelnut gato, 19 euro order online collecting score. 19 euro? But it's, it? a, but it's a three. Oh, it's triple. It's a three yeah. log. It's yeah. not just, you're, not, it's you're, you're thinking a one log. No. Yeah. A rich chocolate sponge sandwiched and finished with a velvety chocolate mousse and hazelnut creme. Okay, topped yeah, with crunchy delicious. hazelnuts. And chocolate decorations. It says, our crackling log comes with popping candy sprinkled <gasps> to imitate burning embers on a log fire. Oh my goodness. Just what you want. Burning embers in your mouth. Jesus, this magazine is stunning. And it has no, and there's also a festive um, Get Your Skates On, Colin the Where Caterpillar. Did you get that? Oh, I love Colin. He's wearing a prefer, woolly hat. Do you prefer a slice of Colin or do you prefer either his arse or his head? <laughs> I'd eat Colin's arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheeky. How cheeky. Colin the Caterpillar. Okay, I'm going to read you one more from the... Ah, here, this is what exactly what we want. Okay. Now, on. it's not food-based, but Christmas in a bottle. A bottle of fancy fizz with edible 22-carat gold leaf is the only way to kick off your festive celebrations this season. It's 15 euro. It's the gold Prosecco, Lucindo Sullivan was talking Marks about. and Spencer fizz with edible gold leaf. This is not just any fizz. This is an M&S festive fizz. And your honour, let's all fill our boots. Wow. Thank you. Doing the hard yards research there, guys. So congratulations. I get me to an M&S stat. Anyway, we still have loads to cover. Loads to cover. Um, last week we talked about Aramat and we got some Aramat correspondence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for well, it's time for Aramat, Arochat. Aha! Uh-huh. Aramati, Arochati. We're still workshopping a name. Aramati, Arochetti. Esther, so- as I look at her, has a yellow canister of Aramat in her hand. Uh, conspicuously, the seal is still on. You haven't had to go. <laughs> I've been busy making crumbles and reading about Helter Skelter uh, penguin cakes. I haven't had time. But this is essentially, I've always seen this in the supermarket. I'm familiar with it, but I've just, it's never been part of my universe. But they're becoming out of the woodwork. People sending me friends. Hello, Dagmar. She's like, yeah, it enhances I a chicken. I feel like that packaging hasn't changed since I was a child. It's a lovely little canister. Yeah. And uh, really, had... what it is, it's monosodium glutamate. It's flavour enhancer. It yes. um, so, so people got in touch. Tara Gleeson, friend of the pod, also says it's good on chicken wings and that she has a friend who was reared on Aromat cheese toasties. That came in a few yeah. times. And then Ruth O'Reilly recommends sprinkling it on a hot buttered toast. I mean, you could sprinkle it straight into your mouth, I'd say. <laughs> Put it on top of a chocolate, a white chocolate helter skelter cake. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine bringing this out, everyone's eyes lighting up. And we're going to have a crazy Christmas. Listen. Okay, I got that wrong. So thanks for everyone for your aromat, arachat, aromati, arachati. Might be a regular section, so more next week. Send us your aromat recipes. Moving on to some more listener correspondence and recommendations. Um, Tracy G listens to us on the C2 bus. Don't know where that's going, don't know where it's coming from, but she laughs out loud at the pod. We love to laugh, so thank you, Tracy. (laughs) Do you know uh, Nico Reynolds? I think he's Nico DeRay, maybe, on Instagram. She shared his Insta story. He was in London recently and he ordered a roast beef pizza and it had mashed potato, roast beef, gravy, charred broccoli and a Yorkshire pudding on top it looked not good oh, okay but he had done the work he said the mash was powdered and the dough was soggy but he did say it could have been done well and I have to ask could it though could it have been done well I don't believe so she's not afraid to ask the big scary questions some things you. don't belong in a pizza some things don't belong in a hotel kettle either yeah friend of the pod <laughs> yeah. Una 
went to Granger's after listening to our episode twice. That was our first episode. Mm-hmm. She was very impressed. She got the beef. She loved the gravy situation. She had a positive gravy experience. We are just so happy to be impacting people's dinner. We love Jesus. it. Cara wants to know if we've heard of the tradition of serving sausages with turkey or chicken roasts. She said it could be a Northern Irish and or Protestant thing. Anyone? Sausages. Never. Yeah, it would never put it. Wouldn't wouldn't be a thing. I feel like it might be a British thing. I think it's a British thing. Aren't they they call them chipolatas. Chipolatas, yeah. So are chipolatas just baby sausages, little sausages? Yeah. Lisa Zink, our shared hairdresser, recommends the roast in Parmesan House. She gave it 10 potatoes out of 10. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Bridget C. recommends Urban Scullery in Belfast. They do something called overnight beef and also super roast, which is beef, turkey, ham and stuffing. So there, there. thank you we, all of our listeners. Loads. loads of recommendations there. A um, little bit of roast news. I was just having a little dicky around on Google. Just anything going on in the roast world. Yeah. Two headlines from the UK really shocked and flabbergasted me. Yeah. First one from the Manchester Evening News. Garden Centre Sunday Roast has people queuing out of the door, but eating there is an ordeal. A trip out to eat with a family shouldn't be this painful. Mm, that's quite the subheading. The other one was, I tried the East London roast dinner loved by celebrities, but left disappointed. Do you know what? Both of these have left me worrying about the state of the roast dinner over on our nearest neighbours. You know, Brexit, it's affected a lot of things. And that concludes this week's Roast, roast News. Now on to the star of the show. This week, where did we go? We went for an emergency midweek roast to the halfway house in Drimna. We decided we we did the halfway house in the Navan Road north side. So now we're doing the halfway house in Drimna, south side. We were like two detectives who were on the phone. We're like, we need to find somewhere that's still open for lunch at car. Esther, was, Esther car- made, I think, four phone calls in one minute. Boom, 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 Are boom, you boom. open for a carving? No, we finished it We're two. closing it too. Well, okay. We, so we had to We had to really, we were in a time crunch. So we went down there. Uh, it was very on the hoof. It was a Wednesday. So we went in. Emer had her butcher trousers on. and I feel like I should explain the butcher trousers. They're blue and white check. And it's actually, a, what do they call it? A cohort. I have a top that matches. And while I do get complimented on it, I do sometimes feel like... I am a butcher. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about the host, which is the halfway in uh, Drimna. What was the ambiance? Any good eavesdropping, etc. We're going to talk about the roast, um, you know, the quality of all of the food on our plates and the ordinary experience. And then the Holy Ghost, which is value for money. What do we go back? And our ultimate score, potatoes out of potatoes. So yeah, off we go. Halfway house in Drimna. So here we are. We're in the car. We're in Drimna. Is yes. this Dublin 12? Dublin 12. It is a cold October day. It's November. Oh, it's November. <laughs> We're some weeks into November. Okay, Emer. Detective Inspector. Someone's got the click of the door. Oh, yeah. The click of the door that twisted the tits. <laughs> Slam. I love the trousers. Thanks, Thurbis. Well, I'm a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I want to, because last, the last two weeks I've been, first week, I mean, no one could match us for ambient yeah. door audio, Emer. Yeah, I do. And know. you just heard it there. Yeah. And in we trotted. Little queue. We got. We got the. We were at the tail end of the lunchtime rush. So. Yeah. I don't think there was a queue. I think we. There were was no queue. Up. We were the queue. We walked in. The door that we walked in happened to be facing the carvery, the Banmarie's. Mm. So we walked straight up. We didn't have much time to see what was going on. Grabbed our brown trays. First thing I noticed immediately was there was two older women sitting gossiping. Um, having a pint each on my left, which I really enjoyed. I was mm-hmm. like, have they had their dinner? Are they going to get their dinner? What's going on? What are they talking about? Um, but we walked straight up and we were greeted by a formidable woman. Mm. Um, she was wearing a chef's hat, I want to say. Mm. She reminded me of an Eastern European gymnastics coach in the way that she was, you know, what do you want? Tell me now. No messing. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the of the of your initial experience as you went up to order? 
you were slightly ahead. So even though everything was still out, it was we'd gotten to the end. There was a few, wasn't it? Plodahilla vegetables, as we like to say. Yeah. So I asked for the beef. There's our little brown trays of joy. So excited. And so I get the full portion. I don't know if I can do lettuce this time. No cabbage. Um, I got everything but the cabbage um, but I was worried about you because it really seemed like she was coming to the ed- end of the gravy she was coming to the end of something else and I was like God, I've taken the last of the gravy now did she not see Esther behind me and assume that this lady's going to want gravy she's quite tall how could she not see me how could she not miss me but look I was you know there's always every, more in the back we always have to remember that there's every, always more in the back every woman for herself mm-hmm. so I got a bit of everything um, she offered you the half plate which was a first she did I've Inish never, straight away I've never actually been offered a half plate um, but she said you want full or half and I was like well full obviously I mean come on yeah, yeah th- I think there was there was carrots a couple of roasties there was mash it was your typical there was parsnip there was, but there was usually like, there, there was, was parsnip, peas you're right yeah and broccoli you don't always get that so Easy. nice little veg selection so there were no drinks available there was no water there were no bottles of drink available at the till which we've come to appreciate when that happens but look beggars can't be choosers yeah. and what I enjoyed really was there was a little hatch that you paid mm. your money through. Mm. Um, it's kind of like different. It's kind of like being at the post office. Yes. <laughs> and then we, I was torn about where to sit, but I went and found a table while you then. It was a good table. You, you ordered. Chose. What was your gravy situation? Gravy. I was happy with the gravy, but then we decided but she didn't run out, though, did she? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what she did, but I wasn't worried about it. it wasn't the scrapings. She, I think she just, yeah, she was hoofing the bits of the Marie around. So the result, there's always more in the back. Uh, so I, that was fine. But then when we, I sat down, we were like, we'll get another gravy boat. You went back. You very graciously went back up and got more I gravy. Mean, look, hello. Because we knew we were going to run out. Um, and the, the staff were very attentive. Like I went looking for a glass. Oh, they were like, do you want a glass of water? The barman was very nice. Oh, they, they brought everything down. They brought, brought everything down. They brought everything I'll bring down. I'll bring it down to you. I'll bring it down to you. So he, then he brought the little gravy boat, but it wasn't a gravy boat. It was a tiny little gravy pot. Like if you were a tiny mouse trotting across the gravy meniscus, it would be the tiny pot you'd use to boil your little um, mouse stew. It was kind of like, you know, if you're a measuring cup. I have some notes here. The roasts, nice and crispy, very tasty. The gravy gave me oxtail soup vibes, which sometimes they do. Oh yeah, that's the thing is, I was still off eating um, oh, yeah, meat so I got the hat I got a no I got a full plate but I got a veg plate I just want to get um, every all the veggies but just no meat please oh sorry, sorry so I got everything but the girl everything but the gravy and it was that's the thing we talked everything about everything but the meat you mean? everything with the meat yeah, no, everything, with, everything for girls band. I got gravy got everything yeah. but I just didn't get meat and it was considerably cheaper yeah it was it was like ha- half the price mine was eight fifty. Mine, We're jumping to the gun. Jumping to the gun. Mine was, I think, eighteen. Was it eighteen? Yeah. Jesus. It was an expensive one. That was something to keep in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. that was our most expensive roast. Do you know what? This is one of the first ones where I I said to myself I should have got the half plate because mm-hmm. I left loads of it behind me. Not because I wasn't enjoying it. I was just full, and it made me think: Is your midweek carvery belly not as strong as your weekend carvery belly. I wonder because sometimes on a Sunday if you're just lying around you might that might be your first 
you might just save up yeah. you might save up the hunger you might be like I'm not gonna couldn't be bothered yeah and I really just... struggled now I, 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 I ate just over half of it but yeah. I was really Did, like didn't you know. suit you on the day didn't suit you on the day but you it, know I really enjoyed it I don't yeah. I don't want that it to come across like I didn't enjoy it because all my notes are very positive lovely vibe yeah. it's hard there's good parking across the road though there's great parking across the road we nearly got killed twice crossing the road but sure look we were That's so eager us. to get to there's, the potatoes uh, Crumlin Children's Hospital isn't far away as we're going to hear, I think, in the post-roast reaction, there's there's a grand boots up the road. Yeah. I don't go there anymore, but that's yeah. between me and the boots. Yeah. Um, there's this nice super value up the road as well. So lots of lots of positives. But uh, will we go will we go in to that aforementioned post-roast reaction? I think we should. Okay, here we go. Remember we used to walk up there during um, lockdown? Uh, we're just in the long mile road myself and Emer passing a boots we used to frequent during lockdown. And uh, that was a day out for us. Now we're going to walk. But we've to love it. Let's walk to Crumlin. We said. Come on, we go to Boots. <gasps> Look at the dog. Oh, there's a cute dog. Don't hop out the window. window. It's got his little paw out the window as well. We've just had an emergency roast, midweek roast there in the halfway house. I'm wearing a rush. Drimna. So we're in. This is on the hoof. Post roast uh, reaction. But you're. That was, Overall that feeling. was really delightful. That was very nice. I really enjoyed it. Really nice atmosphere. Great staff. Great staff. Um, different experience, different it being midweek. But, like um, snowflakes, roasted like snowflakes. I'm thrilled with myself. Me too. Let's and let's kill this afternoon doing a lot of great work and it's thrown back as always to Emer Nestor in the studio. Toodles. Roll it there, Roisin. Roll it there, Roisin. Emer, I had to, I had to stop going to that booth booth. <sighs> What happened in that boots? Why does Emer not go back there again? <laughs> we'll never know. As I said, that's between me and the boots. Absolutely. I would like to say that I'm not banned from that boots. No, imagine. <laughs> Emer's face is in the inside. Don't let this woman in. I just and her push. tall friend. <laughs> oh, that was a day out for us. What a sad little time. We yeah, we were we were on the hoof again, leaving because you had to be somewhere. You had a meeting to be at. We were very oh, we busy. Did. And oh, we were very busy fitting these carveries in around our busy lifestyles. Yeah, um, but it was funny actually because I had to do some. I was doing something in the morning. Went to the carvery and they wanted to have a meeting. And I was like, "No, I've got an appointment." And like I was, you <laughs> yeah. know. But look, this is my work. Yeah, you know, this is my um, passion project, and I had to. And then afterwards, I could admit to them. I was like, "Yeah, the reason I had to go for a, a carvery." And they're like, "Oh, you put it out." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, the reason I smell like gravy." I had is already booked it in. My carvery. Yeah, yeah. I actually dabbed a little gravy behind my ears <laughs> oh, just yummy. a little scent of lady value for money your, you, yours was great value for oh, money I didn't, really I didn't miss the meat once again I haven't written down the price I'm really leaning into my casual yeah we're getting <laughs> more casual, casual. Carvery, sta- carvery status yeah value for money I guess probably 17.95 they're, none of them are really like 18 euro they're all something mm. 95 so for 17.95 you know it's up there it's not the most expensive we've had but it's up there um, but I, I didn't mind it was it was very nice would you go back yes I would I would go back too and then your ultimate score how would your ultimate score be it was a strong one it was very yeah, pleasant efficient I, I don't know I'd give it a a 6.9 I think I'd go maybe low 7s gonna go 7.4 I'm gonna give it a 7 yeah it's a more for high. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And it's, do you know what it is? For it's like it's not. It's it's a couple of minutes drive away from Very where I handy. live. Like yeah. it's really handy. Um, like you said, there's that car car park across the road. Now I'd say it's very busy on a Sunday, like they all are. Yeah. But the fact that it does midweek, you know. Yeah. It had and a lot if of, you know, if you've got kids, you want to entertain them. The walk and turn roundabouts just up the road, so you could just drive around that could, a few times. Yeah, or you could send them up to play on it. <laughs> <laughs> we do not, for legal reasons, support or encourage that. I'd like to distance myself from Emer. So yeah, we had a, we had a really um positive experience at the halfway house in Drimna. Next week, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about next week's. 
Yeah, next we've week, already had next week's roast. Yeah, we just it's still sitting there in our bellies. Yeah. and it was it well it was very it was just lovely. Yeah, it was, it was just nice. lovely. It was just yeah. very nice. Um, so that's it. I think for this week's episode. Yeah, we've had a lot to chat about there. If you've got any roast recommendations anywhere or any news or thoughts about food, roasts, aromat, weekday carveries, get in touch on Instagram at Sunday Roast Potatoes or email us on HelloRoastPotatoes at gmail.com. Do you like if the wrong email address earlier? I may have. It's HelloRoastPotatoes at gmail.com. And if you get come across any more unhinged Christmas produce, please do get in touch. Yeah. We all want to hear about that. Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast Podcast still bopping away on Spotify. So send us some classic Sunday Roast afternoon song recommendations on Instagram too at Sunday Roast Potatoes or HelloRoastPotatoes at gmail.com. I think uh, Emer, you threw a few mo- new songs in there recently. I did, yeah. I might um, do a few more today. And please subscribe as well. It really, I know you hear it all the time. It really helps us get booted up the charts. Booted up the charts there, Mickey. And uh, leave us five stars and a lovely review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you got your podcasts. Esther, where can the people find you? They can find me to the left, to the right. They can find me at Esther Two Names on Instagram and everywhere. And I'm at Emer the Screamer. If I'd known Twitter was going to take off the way it did, you know, 15 years ago, I might have chosen a different name. But here we are. I'm Emer the Screamer everywhere on social media. And we will be back next Sunday. So until then, bye for now. And what a little couplet would we like to end on? Keep roasting. Keep roasting. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 